Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just forms and registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools in areas like compliance, communication, and even risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your parents with things like mobile accessibility and policies, physicals, and all the forms that come with high school athletics. It can also help with team communication, with attendance, and even certification management for your coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, all the reports that come across your desk, and it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your school and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every single year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. 
They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right here in the great state of Florida, and we're going to visit with Lisa Montgomery. Lisa is a certified master athletic administrator. And she's the director of athletics at West Orange High School in Winter Garden, Florida. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Jake. I appreciate you having me on. Um, it's been it's an honor. Oh no, we're we're excited to have you and hear what's going on in your corner of the state. Uh, you and I were just talking before we came on. It's springtime in Florida. And that is probably the craziest season that an athletic director can have. There are so many sports that are packing the calendar. And uh, so again, because it is a busy time, we're going to jump right in. So we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio, where you were born, where you grew up and went to school and your sports, and maybe how your path has led you to your current position at West Orange. Okay. Well, thank you again. Um, I was Grew up in a small rural town called Indian Head, Maryland. Uh, went to Catholic school from first to eighth grade. Uh, I think my first activity was ballet, dance, <laughs> um, and gymnastics uh, at a very young age. Uh, by the age of 13, I, I started really liking sports and participating in sports. And so I kind of said, hey, mom and dad, this is, think, I think this is what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to kind of let the dance thing take its toll and uh, we're gonna focus on sports. So um, I went to a public high school, um, 
four four year uh, four sport athlete playing volleyball, basketball, indoor track, and outdoor track. Mm-hmm. Uh, was fortunate enough to be a pretty good track athlete. Um, so I obtained a full scholarship at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore in track and field. Um, I was also fortunate enough to play volleyball, two years of volleyball at the collegiate level. Um, had a, a rival who graduated a year before me and we both ended up running at the same college. And so um, got there and all of a sudden, um, they're like, they've asked me to play volleyball. Um, so that was a pretty, pretty cool thing to do. Um, so I played there for two years and you know had a lot of injuries. And so from there, um, decided that I, I need to stick with track and field. So I did, I did end up doing track and field. It was four years. Uh, competed to the highest of my ability there. Um, what, uh, what was your event in track? I always like to ask, cause I'm a track guy. So I, I was a pretty, pretty good utility, uh, athlete. Um, I started out in the hundred and 200, <laughs> um, also long jump, of course, the relays four by one and four by four. And then by junior, senior year, I, uh, ended up doing the hundred hurdles as well. So, um, it's kind of, it was kind of one of those things, coach, wherever you need me, I'll be no. I can relate to that. I was a hurdler, which means whatever event they needed, that's what you ended up doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so no, uh, I just believed in being an exceptional student, um, academically and athletically. I think for me in those years, anyway, everything was a competition, um, even at the high school level, uh, in class, um, you know, it was, did you get a 92? Well, I got a 94, you know, on a test. Um, so everything was a competition for me. And I think that that's kind of how uh, I, I saw everything, even on the field. Um, you so know, I decided- again, people that uh, people listen to the podcast, they hear me say this all the time, but it's true. I really love listening to the stories and, and that background. So um, after college, you know, tell us about those first, those early jobs that, that maybe led up to West Orange. <laughs> Um, I did a lot of volunteer uh, internships. Uh, I was a sports medicine major, um, of course, not initially, computer science initially, um, and decided after the first year to to switch my major to rehabilitation services, PT, and then I kind of found sports medicine um, through sports, believe it or not. Um, So during that time, I did some internships with physical therapy uh, clinics and just really loved being around athletics and um, whether it was, you know, providing, providing assistance for an injury or just being on the field. Um, And so I kind of wanted to stay in that realm of things. So that's honestly, Jake, how I got into teaching. Um, So I did go to grad school um, after uh, attending four years at University of Maryland Eastern Shore, went to the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, um, where I got my, my master's of science there um, in sports medicine. And then trickled down to uh, the warmer state, <laughs> Florida, um, and and decided decided to become a teacher there. Um, did athletic training for one year, um, and then I was afforded the opportunity of opening, assisting with opening up Olympia High School. Um, so in 2001, that school opened. I said, you know what? I still have my certification in athletic training, but let me see how I do with coaching. And so I decided to to teach and coach. Uh, track and field, of course, my first years. Um, and then I kind of got into weightlifting when in 2004, when they first started weightlifting, girls weightlifting down here. Yeah, um, it's amazing. Well, it's not amazing to me. I think people are amazed when they uh, see the number of strength coaches 
that have that track and field background because, you know, you know, track athletes, as you know, you know, we were doing squats and power cleans, you know, before it became fashionable. So uh, uh, very cool. So you had a chance to open up a brand new school that had to be as exciting. It was, um, <laughs> you know, just the, the ordering of, of equipment, um, which was pretty cool because, you, you know, it's kind of like a, like being in a, a candy store. Um, <laughs> so um, that was that was pretty fun. And just kind of honing in on the kids. They've, they were coming from different schools, um, trying to develop a rapport with them, not only as individuals, but as teammates. Um, so you're pulling from Evans High School and Dr. Phillips High School and some of the other schools, West Orange High School at that time. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty amazing at that, at that time. For our listeners, we are visiting with Lisa Montgomery. She's a certified master athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics at West Orange High School here in Florida. We're going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we're going to hear more about uh, Lisa's career. Uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. You know, Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but Final Forms is more than just forms. It's a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools with compliance, uh, communication, and even risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility and has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help with things like team communication, uh, attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time that you talked with a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly how Final Forms can help you. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Lisa Montgomery, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at West Orange High School here in Florida. Lisa, share a little bit about making that transition from teacher coach to athletic director. You know, we talked about sitting on the other side of the desk. Uh, what were some of the cool things? Maybe what were some of the challenges uh, when you first became an AD? Okay, so um, while I was coaching, Jake, uh, I was also being an assistant athletic director. So at about 07, I started coaching in 01, um, but at around 07, um, I started being an assistant AD as, as long as well as coaching. Um, like I said, I coach cross country track, um, girls weightlifting. Um, and so that transition helped me kind of learn some of the aspects I needed to learn um, becoming an AD, becoming, becoming the actual athletic director. Um, so I did that for, let's see, we're talking 07, um, for some years anyway, um, until I was ready, until I was ready to transition and, and stop coaching. Um, but man, um, the things I've learned from people, um, from other athletic directors, um, from mentors, it's, it's, it's been phenomenal. Um, so from there, um, from, o, from 07 to 2013 is, a, is about where I, like I said, stopped being a coach and started being more of a 
an athletic director. Um, but um, like I said, Lamar Glenn was one of those one of those people mm -hmm. who helped me transition. Um, he was my mentor. He was also my athletic director, and I was I was working with him as an assistant. Um, has like I said, has taught me a lot into transitioning into this game of being an athletic director. Um, so it's been phenomenal. Um, I will say what it probably what wouldn't have been as, as smooth as a transition if it um, weren't for people like him and and Kevin Deemer, um, who used to be my athletic director. Um, so I'm sure you've heard some of these names before. Um, but like I said, um, it, it's it's been a smooth transition. Um, so oh, yes. yeah. L Lamar, you know, he and I, uh, I first met Lamar, he and I taught an LTI course together a long time ago before he uh, left to go to Georgia. And uh, Kevin Deemer, uh, I, I think was one of my, I got involved with FIAAA much later in my career, but Kevin was there at the beginning, um, taught one of the first courses I took and, and really helped, you know, usher me into, uh, let's say the leadership track uh, for FIAAA. You know, we, we talk about that expression with young coaches or even young ADs that you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, was there a moment or is there an event that, you know, as you're, you know, taking on, you know, becoming that athletic director, was there a moment that you can look back on and say, hey, I finally know what I don't know, or I know what I know. Was there a moment that you said, hey, I, I'm an AD now? No, absolutely. Uh I think for me, it was it was an awkward, if you will, transition. Um, when I became an AD, I was at Edgewater prior to moving to West Orange. Um, it was the year of COVID, actually, <laughs> the year before COVID, I'd say that. Um, but that year, um, so it was a little different um, in that aspect. But I think football down here um, is is huge, of course. Uh, and so you have so many people that are there, and there's so many. You know, there's so many things that you have to put in place with with football, and I think once I kind of got a hold on how how to discover what what I needed to to get in place for football, I think that was a major thing for me. And I said, okay, now I, I think I've arrived at this point. Um, but I'm a pretty good planner. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, so I tried to plan for anything that could happen, that would happen. But there's always, you know, there's always something, as you know, being an AD. Um, you can plan all day long and things will, things will pop up and you just, you have to be quick about finding solutions. And that's the key. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, coaching on the fly, uh, you know, putting out those little fires. It's absolutely part of that daily routine. Again, we're visiting with Lisa Montgomery, certified master athletic administrator and the director of athletics at West Orange High School. We're going to take another quick break, but please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast. We also want to say thanks to Huddle for their support. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, Go to huddle.com 
and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We're back visiting with Lisa Montgomery, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Lisa, uh, in our profession, we always talk about the importance of leadership and particularly mentorship. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple names uh, earlier on, but uh, who have been some of the mentors in your life that have helped you along the way and, and helped you get where you are now? Well, let me start off a little bit, a little younger when I, you know, was younger. Of course, my mom, um, pivotal, a pivotal person in my life. Uh, you know, she's taught me drive, resiliency, um, but I think I've also acquired it, you know, through sports and competition. Um, I had a mentor when I was actually in, um, in my college days, um, Kimberly, Kimberly Baker, she was my athletic trainer who introduced me into athletic training and kind of pushed me. It, you know, it's difficult when you're an athlete and, and, and a scholarship athlete, um, and you're trying to do athletic training at the same time. Um, and so most people said, oh, it couldn't be done. Um, of course, that was the only thing to drive me is like, oh, you, you you're telling me it can't be done and I'm going to show you that it can be done. Um, but she was one of those, one of those uh, pivotal people who, who influenced my life as well. Um, so I'll kind of, Jake, I'll, I'll kind of introduce her or say again, Lamar Glenn and Kevin Deemer, who were people who influenced me to get in the admin role of, of athletic administration. Um, and so Again, those people who uh, have encouraged me, um, who were supporting me when I was a coach, especially when I was a young coach. Um, and then as, as an assistant AD with Lamar Glenn, he was one of those people that encouraged me to um, participate into state conferences, um, get certified as a certified athletic administrator um, and go to the national conferences. And so these are, like I said, these are people that have influenced my life and, and why I'm here today still. Let's go and stay with that theme a little bit. Um, you know, you, you mentioned that Lamar encouraged you to, you know, go to the state conference and pursue your certification. You know, you are, as we've mentioned a couple of times, you're a certified master athletic administrator. And we've got a lot of young ADs that listen to the show. Uh, talk a little bit about that process. Uh, I think it's important that they hear, you know, the journey that, you know, you and I, you know, have, have taken to get to that level uh, because it's, it's pretty impressive. So, you know, how did that all play out for you? So, so for me, Jake, you know, I, I've had a passion. Um, I have a passion in learning and being the best at, at whatever I am. So whether that be a coach, teacher, athletic administrator. So I pretty much dived right in. Um, I was a member at o, in 07, um, started taking classes in 08, in 2008. Um, by 2010, I had obtained my, my CAA and um, I think I've taken about 26 classes. <laughs> Um, so again, like I, I, can, I just love it. I love soaking up any information that's going to make me a better AD um, and then to pass it on to my coaches, mentor my coaches and my athletes. Um, so I think they're invaluable courses. And the fact that our NIAAA has continued to develop more courses, I, I think is amazing. And the more we evolve in technology and things of, of, that have to do with our, our job and our profession, um, I think the better for us because it's, again, it's going to make us, it's going to make us better uh, ADs and administrators. Um, so recently, uh, actually in March, I just obtained my CMAA um, in March. Uh, 
So I like I'm I'm so thrilled. Um, I think I was trying to do it back in uh, 1819 when we were in COVID in COVID land, and it just didn't happen. So, um, but no, I I continue to do it, and and so here I am. And it, like I said, it's been it's been phenomenal to be a part of um, such a prestigious honor and and certification. So thank you. That's a great uh, public service announcement for you know the NIAAA and the certification program. So thank you for doing that. Um, I'm putting you on the spot here. Take us through, you know, briefly uh, your CMAA project. You know, what was it and how did that all come to fruition? So I actually got inspired the last year uh, when we went to national conference in Denver. Um, Peg uh, was one of the speakers that I can remember about Title IX and um, the anniversary of Title IX. And so as soon as that happened, I started jotting down some things and I was like, I want to continue a women's or not continue, develop a women's and girls sports day here at West Orange High School it had never been done. Um, so I, I just started, like I said, I started planning <laughs> um, that process and, and, and coordinating it. And it turned out to be an amazing day. Um, I had some guest speakers. Uh, we had a dinner or I'll, I'll say a lunch. I'm sorry, a lunch. Um, and then just kind of taught them about or uh, Title IX, how we developed, um, how it started, how's it going, and and what we can do in the future to help out uh, our numbers and getting more girls involved in sports. And so that was my project. Wow, that is uh, very cool. Now, one last question, and again for our listeners: uh, Did you do it old school, write it out, or did you do the new uh, oral presentation option? <laughs> Absolutely. It was a PowerPoint. I did it. All. It was definitely um, a new school type of type of situation, more technology involved. You got to keep the kids, uh, you know, engaged. And so, um, yeah, we, we had some speakers, but definitely was a PowerPoint um, so they can stay involved and some music involved in there, too. Some empowering women's music. Um, so it helped out. Um, so, yeah, it was a wonderful event. No, oh, very cool. Appreciate you sharing that. Once again, for our listeners, we're visiting with Lisa Montgomery. She's a certified master athletic administrator, and she's the athletic director at West Orange High School here in Florida. We're going to take another break, hear from our sponsors, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or you can call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you and your school. Welcome back everyone to our visit with Lisa Montgomery from West Orange High School here in Florida. Lisa, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So uh, again, I'm going to put you on the spot. You know, what are some things that you do at West Orange? Maybe they've been well in the system for many years. Maybe it's an initiative that you started, but 
what's something that you know you can take a step back and look at and say, boy, we really do a great job at West Orange. Uh, do you have some best practices you can share? Um, one thing is, uh, you know, our coaches are are pretty good coaches. Um, we've had some <laughs> some pretty good uh, accomplishments here. Uh, our softball team has had two state championships, one one state runner up. Um, but I think overall, our our sports are pretty good. Our athletics is 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 trending, and we we usually have an opportunity to make it to a district or region um, pretty much every year in at least one sport. So um, I'd have to say hats off to my my coaches who do a phenomenal job. Um, I mean, best practices for me, um, for one, I think uh, branding is is one thing that I think you have to do at your schools. Um, and for us, um, we, we're heavily involved in branding. Um, social media has become one of those <laughs> bigger platforms uh, where the kids are involved and you can keep them engaged. Um, but I like for me, for best practices, I have seasonal meetings with my coaches um, to lay out my expectations, my rules, the rules of the district, policies and procedures, um, and any latest changes that we have with district and, and state athletic associations. And sometimes I, I will you know, conduct a and an and, and, and impromptu kind of meeting um, with things that may may evolve. Um, so I think communication is the key. And once you establish that communication, not just with your coaches, um, with your admin, your ticket takers, your bookkeepers, whoever involved your custodians, I think those are the things that you have to um, to work on to 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 have best practices to be a good AD um, and to make everything run smoothly. Um, some other things uh, document everything. <laughs> um, whether it's a notepad, you do it in the iCloud, a pen drive, um, paper. I'm kind of old school, new school. Um, I do a journal or a planning notebook, um, an email you always can refer back to. Um, there's one other thing, and I, I learned this one at the national conference uh, in an LTC course. It's called Rocket Book. Um, there's a little, and you can find them on Amazon, there's a little book that has probably about 10 or 11 pages. You can write on it and erase it um, and then actually record it with your phone and it actually comes up as like a PDF document. Um, so you've got 10 or 11 pages. So you're not constantly saying, oh my goodness, this notepad that I've had for years with 20 pages on it, you can actually create it in a document and put it on a pen drive if that's something uh, our technology savvy people uh, would like to use. But I thought that was a, a great idea and that's something that I use as well. Um, but again, I'm kind of old school, new school, so I, I use a little bit of both or a little bit of everything. Of course, you know, we always have post-it notes around, Jake. Um, so um, to try to kind of keep and hone in on those things, um, to kind of have one, maybe one st stable uh, initiative for documenting things. Um, but that's that's invaluable. And, and if, if you're ever going to be a, a great AD, um, things come up all the time. So you're, you're constantly writing or, or, or jotting something down. So you have to document. Um, again, knowing your policies and procedures of a school, your district and state athletic associations, um, having two or three people uh, that you know that you can call um, an AD. Um, I use, again, Kevin Deemer is one of those people that I'll call, um, Andy Childs, um, uh, Jim Priest from Timber Creek. Um, these are people that I call that I, you know, I've known a long time in the, in the world and in our community and so you want to verify some information, those have those people easy, uh, easily accessible so you can refer to. Um, 
I just, uh, you mentioned names. I just got an email from Andy Childs, uh, our <laughs> FIAAA executive director this morning about the podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm old school like you, you know, I've got that journal uh, and, and write things down calendar. I would tell my coaches, you know, it doesn't matter if the game is on a website or it, it's out there. If it's not in my book, it doesn't exist. So, uh, but I'm intrigued by that um, app you mentioned uh, that you heard about at the national conference. What was the name of that app again? It was called Rocket. It's called Rocket Book. So if you look it up on Amazon, you'll be able to see it. Um, like I said, and I can't recall which LTC course it was. Um, I wish I could. Uh, maybe 611, but I could be wrong about that. But um, it was an invaluable tool and I still use it till this day. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And we'll do this again at the end of the podcast. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, find out how you do things at West Orange. Um, what's the best way that uh, they can get in touch with you? Sure. Um, you can reach me my email. It's lisa.montgomery at ocps.net. Okay. All right. Again, Lisa Montgomery, Certified Master Athletic Administrator at West Orange High in uh, Florida. We're going to take another break, but we will be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Lisa Montgomery, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, and the athletic director at West Orange High School in Florida. Lisa, one of the questions we've been asking our ADs uh, revolves around this idea of, of coaching toughness. Uh, I like to say 100 years ago when I was in high school, you know, uh, my coaches would say things like, you know, come on, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And, and we knew what they meant uh, and, and we did it. Um, I think over the years, we've learned better ways to communicate those same ideas and those concepts to our kids, but toughness, at least in my opinion, is still a very important um, component of sports and of life. So my question to you is this, how can we help kids develop toughness and at the same time be aware of and sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that a, a Generation Z kid is experiencing? Uh, do you have any advice for us? You know, uh, Jake, I think uh, they, they've got to believe in your coaching philosophy and believe in, believe in the training. Um, and once they start to believe um, and build that confidence, um, they only have, they have it for themselves not, and also for each other. Um, of course, you have to set expectations and accountability um, because genuinely student, students and student athletes like structure. Um, you find your captains, you hold them responsible, um, and in turn, they'll make the rest of the team accountable. Um, I, I think what maybe we've missed, um, you know, in previous years uh, is setting individual goals for each athlete. Um, sometimes we try to hone in on 
a team aspect of goals. And, and yes, you do have those as well. But I think sometimes when we take the time to find out what the goals are for each individual um, and their expectations for themselves, I think that helps them not only to become tough, um, but also to understand that you care about them and their individual aspects. Um, I think teaching kids teamwork, of course, um, how to be great teammates, uh, whether that means cheering on each other or helping your teammates finish workouts together. Um, I think that's part of, of making kids tough and in a, in a good situation um, and motivating and encouraging your athletes, um, staying in their corner, explaining to them, you know, why you may be frustrated at a play or something that they did maybe in practice, but also the potential that you see in those athletes. Um, we'll have a tendency to follow up with, uh, you know, you should have done it this way and, and there's no feedback at the end. So it's got to be some positive uh, uh, or constructive criticism at the end of that. Um, but I think also the relatability of your coaches, um, that athlete coach relationship uh, with that kid, not just as an athlete or what play they ran or uh, what block that they did, but checking on the athletes on a regular basis, um, whether it be, um, and maybe not so much their personal, life, but just what's going on on a day to day with them. How's their friend relationships? Um, what are they doing in class? Um, and, and just getting that relatability and rapport with your athletes, I think makes it an easier transition for them to be tough on the field as well. Um, when they know that you care, genuinely care about them, I think they perform well. Uh, you, throughout this interview, you've talked about communication, you know, relationships, you, know, you, you, you talk about the caring there right at the end. It, and it's those coaching cliches, but they're cliches because they're all true. You know, they don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. You know, very, right. very good stuff. This has been really cool, you know, getting to find out a little bit more about your background. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit before, uh, but uh, it was great spending some more time today. But we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack that sponsor our AD Toolbox segment. But when we come back, we're going to find out uh, what three tools that Lisa Montgomery is going to put in her new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the interview. Uh, we've been spending time with Lisa Montgomery. She's a certified master athletic administrator. And now I'm going to task her 
with sending out a brand new AD on the very first job. And I'm only going to let her put three things in their toolbox. Lisa, what three items are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? Well, I think organization is the key. So get a calendar on your wall, um, an Excel spreadsheet uh, for whether it's to communicate with admin. Um, and I say Excel spreadsheet or Google sheet, um, whether it's to communicate with admin, your coaches, um, your bookkeepers, uh, your assistant, your assistant ADs, um, whoever's whoever's involved in your athletic staff, um, so you can get organized. Um, that's that's major key. Um, I think the other thing too is if you can attain a great athletic staff around you, that's phenomenal. Um, it's a vital thing that you need. Um, your assistant ADs, your administrative assistant, um, your again, these are all these are all people that need that you need help to make things run smoothly. Your custodian, your bookkeepers, um, your ticket takers, any support systems that help you run a daily a, a, a daily uh, athletic event. Um, make sure you find yourself by those people and get to know those people well. Um, and then on top of that, um, you know, send them a treat sometimes um, for the hard work that they do and helping you out. Um, and again, that's whether your coaches give them praise. Um, we work so hard a lot of times and, and sometimes we forget to thank people. So take the time out to thank people that help you. Um, and, and initially take some time out for yourself. Um, Burnout can be a real situation, um, so make sure you exercise when you can. Um, take that time out for spring break if necessary, or Christmas, your summers. Take your vacations. Spending time with family um, is invaluable, so um, make sure you take those that time out. Uh, and I will say, I'll add this one, Jake, really quick. Um, for me as an administrator, I try to pick two or three goals to accomplish each year. Um, so again, whether that's branding your school, refurbishing a weight room, sponsorships, um, digital scoreboards, uh, you name it, um, uh, a women in, in girls sports day or a wall of fame. Um, <laughs> so, um, try to pick, try to pick two things each year that you can kind of to tackle on and accomplish those goals each year. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, I, I'm going to put you on the spot one last time. Uh, you know, what'd you do for spring break this year? Did you take some time for yourself? Where'd you go? Uh, I did. I unplugged and, and, and went on a cruise. Um, so yes, I unplugged from the world for a little bit um, and went into the Bahamas. And uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was Grand Cayman. I can't remember. I've been right. on, I try to take a some time out for myself. All right. Stop that. You're making me jealous, but uh, no, <laughs> good job. Uh, you know, well done. Um, Lisa Montgomery, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. If one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain, find out how they do things at West Orange High School, what's the best way they can get hold of you? They can reach me at lisa.montgomery at ocps.net. That's lisa.montgomery at ocps.net. Lisa, thanks so much for taking some time today and being on the podcast and all the best uh, as we move forward with spring sports and uh, looking forward to seeing you in person at our FIAAA conference at the uh, end of April. Thank you. Appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for having me on. Okay. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you tuning in today. Come back just about every single day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. Have a great day.
And before we go, we want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your athletic program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Everybody have a great day. Thank you.